the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. This is the 5 o'clock hour, and my telephone number is 877 Bob Live. 877. 877- Two six two fifty four eighty three. It's rare that I carry something over from one hour to the next, but um, I was talking before the break about a new George. Well, it's not necessarily a poll; it's research from George Barna and the Family Research Institute, and it is not encouraging. Americans, including American Christians have no real moral foundation. For most Americans, morality is just what you feel. Do what you want to do. Do what you feel like doing. If it feels good, do it. There is very little understanding of real right and wrong. We have lost that as a nation. Uh, for instance, let me uh, let me quote here from uh, George Barna. In 2022, 24% of Protestants and 37% of Catholics believed a person's gender could be determined sometime after birth. One-fourth of Protestants believe that gender is not determined by God, by birth, by chromosomes, by DNA. It's determined by your feelings, your emotions. And over one-third of all Catholics believe that. You just let that sink in. George Barna went on to say, so if we think about many of the big issues of the day, whether we talk about the things like abortion or marriage or crime or immigration, all of those issues come back to worldview because God has things to say about all of those issues. And I place a great deal of, I hate to use the word blame, a great deal of the responsibility for that At the feet of the church, we have seen, particularly in the last 75 years, an enormous departure from the finality of biblical truth. We have seen the mainline Protestant denominations absolutely abandon biblical morality. I mean, completely completely abandon it. And as a result, we have watched the slow 
agonizing but certain death of all, and I mean all, of the mainline Protestant denominations in America. I used to say almost all. I can now say all. All mainline Protestant denominations in America are either dying or they are absolutely dead. They are apostate. Ichabod has been written across the top of their door. It is There is no wonder that people are confused about gender and sexuality and marriage. It is no it is no wonder that phrases like love is love has been accepted without any thought whatsoever. Listen, have you thought I've discussed this before, okay, so forgive the repetition, but people are tuning in, turning out. We have, uh, you know, we have new people tuning in all the time. Think about the lunacy of love is love. Think about that. Think about how crazy, how insane, how irrational it is to say that all love is equal. And what do they mean when they're talking about love is love? You can love anybody you want to love. If a man wants to love a man, it's nobody's business but those two men. If a woman wants to love another woman, why, it's nobody's business other than those two women because love is love. No, seriously. Just spend 60 seconds analyzing How ludicrous that is. Love is love. You mean the love that a mother has for her own child is the same love as she would have for a total stranger in a grocery store? She may have love for that other child because that other child is a child. But it's not the same as her own child. And I've dealt with it so many times before. I'm not going to bore you by going any further. But it's ludicrous. It's nuts. It makes no sense whatsoever. But people don't have, well, it's not that they don't have the ability. They don't have the desire to think. If it becomes a common phrase, love is love. Well, then, oh, yeah, okay, wow, that's, isn't that beautiful? No, it's not beautiful. It's crazy. All right. This comes back to your church and my church. Listen. The mainline Protestant denominations have been dying for many, many years, and I don't believe there's any hope for them. I mean, God could, could, could perform a miracle, but I really don't have any hope for any of the mainline Protestant denominations. I really don't. I just don't. They have become apostate. They have turned their back on Scripture. They've turned their back on the Word of God. What I'm concerned about are those who call themselves Bible-believing, those who call themselves evangelical. And back about 30 years ago, 
we saw this seeker-sensitive movement began with Bill Hybels up at Willow Creek in Chicago, and it spread like a wildfire across America. Seeker-sensitive. We can't talk about sin. We can't talk about evil. We can't talk about things that might offend someone. We've got Joel Olstein, Olstein and his ilk. We don't want to talk about sin because we want people to be comfortable in our churches. We don't want to drive anybody away. We don't want to offend anybody. Ah, oh, my goodness. And as we have compromised the truth in order to get nickels and noses in the front door, we have lost our testimony. We've lost our influence. We have lost our power. The theme verse for the ministry that Joy and I have, cross power. 1 Corinthians one eighteen. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. Well, what is the preaching of the cross? The cross is, was, and always will be a place of complete and total surrender of ourselves. We give it all up. We surrender everything. That's the meaning of the cross. You do not have a right to determine your own morality. You don't have a right to determine who should get married and who should not. You don't have a right to redefine love. You don't have a right to any of those things. God created us. He gave us his word, and his word spells out right, wrong. What is marriage? What is gender? What is sexuality? We don't have a right to even question it because of the cross. And yet, we have seen a compromise of truth, even in churches that claim to be Bible-believing churches. If we talk about homosexuality, same-sex unions, we might make somebody feel bad. We might offend someone. We should never, ever, ever attempt to offend anyone. We should never offend intentionally, never. But truth to a lost, dying world separated from God, truth in of itself is offensive. And we must understand that. We are commanded to speak the truth. In love, yes. But speak the truth. All right. End of uh, soapbox, end of sermon. Well, maybe. All right. We'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. 
I am I am tempted to, to, to go on and on and on about the role of the church in our culture. Folks, we cannot withdraw from the culture. We'll just preach the gospel. Well, what is the gospel? The gospel literally begins with bad news. You're a sinner. Your sin has separated you from God, and without Christ, you're going to die and spend an eternity in hell. But there is good news. Jesus came to save you out of your sin. Jesus didn't die to leave you in your sin. Jesus did not come to make good people better. Jesus came to make really, really bad people followers of Christ. That is the essence of the gospel. The gospel changes people, transforms people. All right, you know, I'm, that's enough. I just, I just get really, really upset, concerned about the compromise in our churches. And I'm not talking about every single Sunday preaching on homosexuality. I'm no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. And this is this is one reason. Let me let me chase another rabbit here. All right, let me let me go down another rabbit trail here. This is one of the reasons why, in my 25 years as senior pastor. I was, and I'm not saying that everybody has to do this. Please, I'm not an expert on anything. I'm not saying that I did it better than anybody. I'm just telling you about me. All right. My entire 25 years as a senior pastor, I was always, and I mean always, in a verse by verse expository series in a book of the Bible. Always. And many times, I was in one book of the Bible on Sunday morning, another book of the Bible on Sunday night, another book of the Bible on Wednesday night, and occasionally another book of the Bible in Sunday school. Exposition verse by verse. I don't know, it took me, what, four years to go through the book of Exodus? took me three or four years to go through the book of Romans? Just verse by verse, exposition. Now, why? Well, number one, with expository preaching, you begin with the text, not the idea or the thought of the preacher. Many times preachers go, oh, I think my church needs this, and those people need to hear this. And so I need to preach on this. Okay, where can I find a text to uh, that I can preach on to tell them what they need? Well, see, that's... The problem with that is that's beginning with the preacher, the pastor, and his thoughts. When you're, when you're expositing Scripture, first and foremost, the first question is, what does the text say? What does it say? What does it mean? It is my responsibility to discern from God what does the text mean and then pass that on to those who are listening to me. When you're doing verse by verse through a book of the Bible, well, whatever is next is what you preach. So when you get to Romans chapter 1, you can't help 
but preach on sexuality, gender, same-sex relationships, because it's there. And nobody, nobody can say, well, you preach that just because... No, I preached it because that was the next verse in the Bible. Last week, we looked at uh, verses 1 through 12. Uh, Today, we looked at verses 13 through 24. And I just preached what was next. And so you are forced to deal with almost everything that people deal with because ultimately the Bible deals with every situation in life. And so, again, I'm not saying that's the way everybody should do it. I'm not saying it's the superior. I'm just saying that's what I did, and that's why. And so in time— I dealt with every topic imaginable because the text addressed it. We must return to the absolute authority of the Word of God. It is not what I think. It is not what I want. It is not what you think. It is not what you want It is not the personal opinion of the pastor or your denomination. It is what does Scripture say? There was a time when a lot of people had the bumper sticker. Uh, The Bible said it, I believe it, and that makes it so. But that's wrong. I saw a lot of people that bumper sticker, and I didn't think about it for a long time. Uh, Bible said it, I believe it, and that makes it so. No. The Bible says it, and whether I believe it or not is irrelevant. My belief has nothing to do with whether the Bible is true or not. The Bible is true, period. So if the Bible said it, whether I believe it or not, it's true. We we have lost a moral foundation— in our country, in our culture, and a huge reason for that is that our spiritual leaders are either afraid to take a stand on truth, or they don't believe the truth themselves. For a whole bunch of evangelicals, the pastors are just afraid. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to ruffle feathers. I don't want to get people upset. Some people might leave. For most mainline Protestant denominational pastors, they don't believe it anyway. They don't. They, it's a good book. Yeah. All right. I promise when we come back, I'm going to move on. Okay? I No, I promise. All right. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.